the person didn't wait I feel like we need to save this for our podcast okay yeah hold on yeah. wait but this is the podcast oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you idiot <laughs> I completely oh, forgot you're so funny <laughs> I completely forgot oh yeah I forgot we're on a podcast but we're just chatting on the phone Hello and welcome to the 30 Flirty and Trying podcast. Woo! <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Oh, ashes. Here we are, finally recording our podcast of dreams. How do you feel? I feel like we're already famous. <laughs> it really has been in the making for like, what, four, four years? years at least? Yeah. Long and time. And I feel like that everyone who was around us when it was in the making when they realize our podcast has come alive they're going to be like they've made it (laughs) do you know what I really think that everyone who worked with us because obviously no one knows this but you and I met at work and you know I think everyone that worked with us could see that we had something special and that we just couldn't let that special bond go to waste like we took numerous takes to try and do like a YouTube video didn't we yeah that, that didn't but go that down didn't, that well no because we never actually started a YouTube video we just like we just filmed <laughs> some random videos at lunchtime yeah at work yeah. so who is Lazel Pops <laughs> Lazel Pops <laughs> is one of my dearest friends we met his work four years ago Fell in, fell in love straight away well actually not straight away well no it wasn't lie. straight away at we actually all. did not I... like each other at the start did we well no we did not like did each you other. really not like no no, no, no no i just you intimidated me <laughs> really yeah, you did oh my god why i just thought oh my god someone like her is never one gonna be friends with me <laughs> someone like her you're so ridiculous <laughs> like what even is that I I have to say I thought you were too nice See? and <laughs> I just thought look everyone I think everyone has to have an inner bitch yeah there needs and to be a bitch is. somewhere but it's just it comes out yeah. at the right time exactly but let me introduce you anyway so <laughs> Lazo Pops turned thirty on the twelfth <laughs> 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 of August you got married on the twelfth of August. Oh, you remembered yeah. my anniversary, yeah. so that's fine. Okay. Look, Lazo, Lazo. I, I don't think I can remember your exact Perfect. birth date Great. either. So, is it the 21st of April? No, so I'm happy that you don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> the 26th? No, you shouldn't. I feel like you shouldn't know this. <laughs> the tw- I sent you flowers. I don't- On the wrong day. I'm joking. 17th? Twelve? No. But your birthday is like the fifth or something, isn't it? I'm close. <laughs> I'm really close. Hold on. Hold on. But wait a minute. I, I have said 21, 17, the 11. Third. How have I not got... Yeah, you've just <laughs> cheated. Okay, I'm starting again. So, Lazel Pops, my dear friend, she turned 30... On the 3rd of August, 2020, she is a grown-up. She's a married of three years. <laughs> three years married. Yeah. yeah. She's three years married with a lovely husband um, and a cat called Toby, who's the most beautifulest cat ever. Um, she works for con. No, don't say that. 
just reveal my whole identity. <laughs> I was even gonna... So I can't introduce you. I find it so hard to introduce you. Okay, so why did we decide to do this podcast, Ashes? We're at a stage in our lives where all of our friends are kind of doing very different things. Mm-hmm. And we've all faced a lot of, you know, trials and tribulations this year. 2020 the coronavirus lockdown and I think it's really fair to say that I mean I can definitely speak for myself when I say that I have found myself during lockdown I don't know about you Ashes (laughs) not so much (laughs) there's something about being 30 it kind of hits you yeah and and it really provides a lot of clarity on who you are as a person because I would definitely be the first to hold my hands up and say even five years ago, I didn't really know who I was. Like, I didn't have a lot of conviction in any of my choices or opinions. I was very much a people pleaser. And I just think that turning 30, and I'd say probably through 29 to turning 30, I've trimmed loads of the fat. I know who I am. I don't apologize for it. And I just think it's a really interesting turning of age Mm, to discuss. And I think we talk a lot about that you know, just in our everyday conversations. So we kind of thought, why not talk about 30 and all the different experiences of being 30 on a podcast? And I think it's interesting because me and you have very different experiences of being 30, don't we? It's like what either end of the spectrum, isn't it? It actually is. It really is. It's a lot of friendships. I don't know about you, Ashes, but have you noticed that some of your friendships just don't survive the the difference in your Definitely. life stage. Yeah, but ours has. Like it, it doesn't affect our friendship no. in any way, which is I nice. Like this. Yeah, yeah. And this me is why we decided to do a podcast because I feel like loads of people can relate to us and in being friends, but on completely different levels. Not in an emotional sense, but in a physical sense, really life sense. Yeah, do you know what I mean. Yeah, and I think it's such a big topic of conversation you know, turning 30, are you where you mm. want to be when you were 30? Oh, is this what you I planned? have so many, like, benchmarks as to where I wanted to be when I was 30. And I'm so far from it. I was supposed to be married two years. I was supposed to ha- be on my second child, have a house, a proper career. It's interesting that you say that because actually I'm the opposite. So I, I did not think I would have been married for three years at really? 30 or had a house and a cat. And but we, you know, I quite like you've just got a comfortable life. I think that's what it is. It's comfortable. Yeah, I just like just being. But I absolutely didn't think that that would be the case when I was 30. So that's it's interesting because yeah. already you yeah, have that's what two I very want. different. <laughs> You have what I should have had. But but as well, I never had like any, like mm. I never had a thing of, oh, I must be married by this yeah. age. And I have a lot of friends who did have those ideals. So, you know, already we're talking from two yeah, different sizes exactly. of coin ashes. And I feel like if people listening wouldn't really, re- not half the people wouldn't relate. So it's good that we both have a different story to tell so everyone can relate to us, I hope. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> So we thought that why not kick off the 30 Flirty and Trying podcast with an episode about turning 30 in lockdown. I mean, I don't know about you, Ashes, but this year I was expecting to be attending a lot of parties. Mm. There was going to be a lot of drinks and a lot of 
presents to buy. Actually, there were a lot of presents. <laughs> yeah, that bought. was still. I probably bought more. You do presents because people, because... you know, people can't celebrate, so you feel like, oh, I better send something. Yeah, exactly. And you know, seeing as though you're a lot older than me, <laughs> so much. we should probably oh, <laughs> we should probably start. <laughs> it's pretty old. She looks yeah. older than me too. No, we should probably start by talking about your turning thirty. Seeing as I was the first six out of the two of us. Exactly, and we had big, big plans. plans. Do you know what? This was supposed to be the year of finding myself, funnily enough, actually. Because, yeah. Oh my God, it was. Because I actually had a breakup last um, September. And Kierbear, no shout out Kierbear. will be on an episode. You will, yeah. I still chat to him. still actually very good friends with my ex. Um, but when I had, when we had that breakup, I think I felt a bit like, oh my God, I'm 30 in a couple of months. That that was the first thing I thought of. Like I was just like, I'm going to be celebrating 30 on my own, and I had not planned that. I planned to do something amazing with a boyfriend, and blah, blah blah. So anyway, what I did instead, I decided to book a trip to Sri Lanka by myself. <laughs> but but it was like obviously one of those group tours, so I wouldn't have been going on my own completely. Um, but I, <laughs> it was in one of those group tours. Um, but still, I'd be going completely on my own, not knowing anyone. And I'm, I've, I, I'm a very anxious person, very nervous person. Once I get to know people, I'm quite chatty and sociable. But when I'm put into a group situation, I just, I don't like it and I freeze. So for me, that was like a really big step. And I remember telling you and Lydia at Christmas, I was like, oh, I've booked this trip. And it was like going to be this big, amazing thing. And then I was going to, my sister lives in Dubai. So I was going to stop off with her for a couple of days and stay like, you know, treat myself to like a five-star lovely resort I uh, just drink cocktails all day. I think I was turning 30. Yeah, I think I was going to be t- physically turning 30 in Dubai, so after Sri Lanka. Um, so it was just going to be great. Going to go to like an all-day brunch, get absolutely hammered, just, you know, have a great time and be a far as, a, as far away from London as possible and as far away from reality about turning 30 because I kind of didn't want to turn 30 at that stage after just breaking up with a boyfriend realizing I gotta go back to house shares with flatmates again um That's yeah such a big and I just thing. felt like my life was kind of going up and then it's just started to go back down again so anyway I had all this planned to try and cheer myself up and then COVID happened so I like I know everyone has a story but I just feel like I just felt so much more sorry for myself because I was like I'm, I should have deserved this. Out of the 100 million people in the world, I should have deserved a good 30th. You did deserve a yes. good 30th. And <coughs> can I just quickly interject here and say that I think that the way that you dealt with your breakup with care, I don't think you give yourself enough credit because that was a massive thing. Like you were in the... <laughs> that comfortable you're in the mm. long-term relationship you know like you and Keir Bear were like cookies mm. and cream yeah. do you know what I mean like it you know even though obviously things weren't perfect you could have easily stayed in that relationship yeah. with no qualms and just continued it Definitely. forever and it would have been fine and I just think being brave enough to walk away from something that you know in your mm. heart isn't what you want is a huge thing so I really do need to say oh. you dealt with that so well because you didn't even you didn't even I mean I feel like I know yeah. when you're having a meltdown and you didn't even have it. It was like, yeah. it was the right thing for you to do. You just, you dealt with it yeah. so head on. You didn't let it define you or, you know, you, you didn't yeah. kind of stop for it. Yeah. But I mean, okay. as soon as I moved in with a stranger, I think it then hit me. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So Ashes, that's mm-hmm. how you were meant to celebrate thirty. Tell us the reality of celebrating thirty in lockdown. Where were so, you? What were you doing? When lockdown began, I went back to, to my hometown in Ireland. <clears throat> so I basically stayed with my family. Now I was still in denial, thinking we were. I was going to be spending my birthday there. I had arranged. So what happened then was. Okay, that got cancelled. So the work girls arranged a brunch for me in London instead. Us, <laughs> like, being very optimistic that was still going to go ahead. And then I think we realised, like, the start of April, we were like, yeah, this ain't going to happen. So anyway, that's when I realised I'll be spending 30 at home with my mum, my dad, my sister and her girlfriend and my cats. <laughs> so me being me, I was obviously every single day reminding them how it was my 30th on the 23rd of April, Lazlo Pop, <laughs> St. George's Day. I was so, so close. So close. I was so close. So anyway, I was reminding them and reminding them and I just wanted it to be so fun. And then in the end, I, ha- I did have the best day, to be honest. It was great. I My sister actually really pulled out all the stops as well. So what happened was in the morning, so my sister and her friends in Dubai who were also in lockdown um, had like arranged to kind of come on and and have video chats throughout certain parts of the day. So first, it was really nice. So first thing in the morning, um, uh, Enya was like, make sure you have um, a face mask and some mimosas and some breakfast. So there, me and mom were with our face masks on and some mimosas. And then we video um, chatted to Enya and her friends and they had a mimosa and champagne as well and some face masks. So that was like the start of it. It was really nice. And then mom made it Oh my god, completely forgot to tell you the main thing I was gonna do. I was gonna skydive, wasn't I? <laughs> I was gonna oh, skydive yeah, in Dubai on my birthday. That's what I was gonna do. With Enya. With Enya. So right? she came on Zoom with a, a sky the sky Dubai background and it was like we were skydiving together. So that was really cute. And then anyway, then mum made a lovely afternoon tea for lunch for everyone. It was a great spread. Sally, I won't it looked say good. Surname, but Sally does an amazing spread of an afternoon tea, I must say. And she was using all her cute little <sighs> things. And then dad took half a day's work for me as well. So he came home at lunchtime and it was a really sunny day. And then we had our afternoon tea outside in the garden and made them play Prosecco Pong. I made my whole family do a TikTok, the blinding lights TikTok. That was amazing. I it was that. so good. That's my dad so picked good. it up in a minute. And then, Aww. yeah, and honestly, from the moment, like, I woke up to honestly that evening as well, there was just the doorbell going, just so many flowers, like, presents being sent. Like, it was just, Aww. and, you know, you just, I, I didn't even think of that. I was just thinking on my birthday, it'd be nice to spend it with family. Like, and I was just thinking what I wanted to do. I was like, I want to drink. I want cocktails. I want tea. It didn't occur to me that, oh, I'll be feeling presents today. Do you know what I mean? So when you get these through, you're like, oh, yeah. my God. Then you hear the doorbell, and you're like, more flowers more flowers I'm like who are these from and honestly people that I would never really get presents from um just there was they it's like they thought of me and it was just really really nice and honestly if I had been in Dubai and been to Sri Lanka I wouldn't have gotten all that because everyone would be like she's living it up she's living it up no you wouldn't have got anything so if anything I felt really really loved on my 30th oh ashes that's so nice and I think it's also important to note that your 30th was pretty much in the depths of lockdown you know yeah so that was mine that was my experience so tell us about yours where were you supposed to be 
so mine was a slightly different experience when was it like January time I was just thinking you know what do I want to do I'm not really much of a party girl as you know I'm not it's not that I'm anti-social but I'm never going to be that person that wants to have a party and have everyone come and you know it's just not my thing so I thought right family holiday that'd be so lovely we ended up booking right at the beginning of January a trip to Croatia for two weeks um, so we'd planned to do like three days beforehand, just me and Rob, and then 10 days in a villa with mum, dad and my brothers and then my older brother's kids and his wife. So like a fairly big group. I remember being sat in a Nando's Classic. in Enfield before going to the cinema. I know. I know. We, we were having one of those like date nights that. where you just want to act like teenagers. So we went Aww. to like Nando's in the cinema and... I was looking at all the hotels in and around the Dubrovnik area. So we went to Dubrovnik. Obviously, that was in January. My birthday is in August. COVID hits in March. And I think that everyone was Mm. in denial. It is mad to think back. Now that we know so much about viruses and a pandemic, I don't know how we ever thought that that was only going to be for a couple of weeks. How foolish we all were. (laughs) I know, exactly. So to be honest, I didn't really put a lot of thought into the fact that it would end up cancelling my plans and and didn't think about it for ages. And then it got to like June and things were still pretty bleak. And we had basically written it off by June. And I mean, by that point, I was just, I would have just been happy to have something in the garden and invite the family down. But I don't even think we were allowed to mix mm. in households still. So, you know, there was this real separation situation going on. And and that was my biggest concern was not being able to be with my parents on that day. Because that's the one thing that I wanted to do. And um, started having a look at places in the UK, but they weren't open for bookings. Like It was just, it was such an uncertain time. And then towards the end of June, beginning of July, the travel industry started to ignite a little bit because mm-hmm. I think the cases had gone down transmission was low because people obviously weren't doing anything restaurants weren't I don't even think restaurants were open yet or maybe they yeah. were but people weren't really going so it was right up until the last minute there was like three weeks before we went that I found really stressful because EasyJet who we were flying with oh, just gosh. kept cancelling all their flights and they said that you would find out 21 days before your flight got cancelled but we still weren't being told. And then our flight did get cancelled, but we managed to rebook for another one from a different London airport. So there was all of this uncertainty. Like my parents had cancelled the villa, then rebooked it again when things started to look more positive. I mean, it was it was mad. But long story short, we managed to get there absolutely fine. The air travel... I was worried Mm. about traveling in COVID. I thought, because I'm quite an anxious flyer, I thought, oh, that's probably not going to be a great situation for me, but it was absolutely fine. Um, And we ended up having our two weeks in Croatia, which, to be honest, Ashes, it wasn't really touched by Corona at all. For the whole two weeks we were there, and then on my birthday, similarly to you, it was kind of like a day of 
you know, little surprises. And, and it was so nice because, to be honest, I was so yeah, grateful and that, you that I'd got away. Technically, what you had planned, you were doing. Yeah, exactly. It, it was feeling so grateful that that was the case. I hadn't even really thought about the day. I hadn't yeah, you re- thought about getting presents. It's amazing because your mm. priorities shift completely. And I just ended up having the best day. We, we walked down to the little shop where they were Ooh. making the croissants fresh every day. Yeah. And then we got picked up in a taxi. And the taxi drove us to this like little river inlet because obviously it's coastal. And they'd basically booked a boat for the day, a private boat. And we spent the day on this boat. And it was just, it was so lovely. And it was one of those where it takes you to different islands so we could get off and go swimming. So I went swimming in a cave. We, We stopped at one island got off the boat and then were immediately picked up by another car that took us straight to our table oh, at this restaurant. So it was just nice. like anything had been thought of. And who, thought, who did this for you? Like you know whose idea was this? And then I think it was a combi between Rob oh. and mum and dad. And again, it was, I just couldn't believe I was there. So the whole day I was like, we actually made it. We've had this whole year of madness and worry and, you know, going through something that none of us have ever been through but here we are doing what we had planned to do you know the the whole time and actually it didn't go fully according to plan because when we got back to the villa in the evening you've been robbed (laughs) well they got all these decorations and they'd they'd wanted to decorate this area but the wind in Croatia is wild and basically the wind had blown all my balloons away and I felt so awful for Rob and mum and dad because obviously they oh. wanted this to be a big surprise <laughs> and it was managed. just ruined yeah basically but okay. they'd also decorated inside so like there was still a lot of decorations but yeah the so we had the private chef oh, come nice. in and do a barbecue which was it was so lovely and I would not have had it any other that's way life, because you know it? we're not yeah, and, and that's the thing. We're yeah, definitely no. not people where everything's perfect. Yeah, a very different <laughs> experience very... to you, Ashes, because there was not the disappointment, I guess, yeah. of it not happening. But obviously in your case, what you realised was actually it was quite a blessing to have your birthday in lockdown because it kind of brings you back to yeah, what really it matters. It really does. Because do you know what? If I had not have been at home for lockdown... I wouldn't have spent it with my family. I would have been with strangers in Sri Lanka. I will look back at this when I'm old er, and think, you know what? I'm so lucky and you as well <laughs> that we to have spent it with our close family. Yeah, it's so true. And I think it's really interesting speaking to other people who turned 30, especially mm-hmm. in the height of lockdown like you did. Everyone says the same thing, that actually it was the most amazing experience yeah. because there was no pressure. I don't know if you felt the same, but at the beginning of the year, I really felt under pressure that I would have to do something because everyone seemed to be planning a meal. Well, this is why I booked to go off my something. own. And I was just like, don't want to have to have this party. I don't, I don't have enough friends to have a part, big party. Do you know what I mean? All my <laughs> friends are in different bubbles. and we different. Do. You yeah. know, I, I just physically couldn't have a party. Yeah. But I'm the same. And I was also in this weird spot at the beginning of the year where, to be honest, this situation helps that because now I don't have to have, A, have the pressure of having a party, B, 
have I guess the pressure of bringing people together that don't necessarily want to be in each other's company because Mm -hmm. not everyone gets on as well and you know and that's hard because you just can't fully relax yeah and I do and I feel like exactly mine was in the height of lockdown honestly I didn't feel any guilt like I was like I have to do like I this is the only thing I can do I can't go to a restaurant I can't go to literally I have to just stay in my house and I it was great because you know I was like this is all I can do this is physically all I can do and I had no FOMO no nothing and it was great I loved it oh it sounds so and it looks so perfect and you looked so happy I love that (laughs) that was us turning 30 in lockdown you know oh turning 30 isn't that bad like it really isn't like it's not. No. No, I the don't think I feel is time is ticking. <laughs> Ashes, when you Everything. say time's ticking, what do you mean? Everything. Like, are you talking biological? Yeah. I was, what was I watching? I was talking... watching something really? the other day. And I, you ever, ever just like feel like you're watching something and suddenly you feel like it's just like talking to you and it's kind of embarrassing. I think I was, actually, I think this was my, when, when I was still in Ireland and I was watching it with my parents. And it was this lady who was single or whatever. I can't remember what it was. Oh, married at first sight. That was it. Then the there was someone one. on it who was saying, you know, um, oh, I'm getting all this pressure. Um, and I think someone's dad was a doctor. And they're like, no, honestly, you do not have enough years. Like, um, you need to start making babies or something like that. And you know what? I was like, oh, my God. Like, I think she was 30 as well. And then you're just like, oh, my God. Like, it's just all that is hitting me. And it does, like, just make you think, it's just like, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to just have, you know, settle down and have a house and kids. And but I just feel like, I, I know everyone says this and it's such a cliche, but I honestly do feel like it's never going to happen for me. <laughs> oh, Ashes. I mean, it's definitely going to happen for you. But I know how it feels when you're in a spot where um, what you want yeah. feels I'm really like, unattainable like, and really far away. Not... Happen for me, and I'm, I'm sure we can discuss this on another podcast. But um, I downloaded five dating apps the other day, and every evening, oh every evening I go through them. All. Is five, it five, four, four, or five? I go through them all. I just spend my evening. Oh, I go into this one and this one and that one. But I'm like, and then I get so upset when a really hot guy doesn't like me back. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Yeah, but it must be so fun. God, that must be fun. Because yes. you know, me and Rob met through Tinder. You are. Uh, we are I, a Tinder I success feel like this, story. We need to have a podcast dedicated to this. Hundred percent. Yeah. We definitely need to. And look, this is the whole reason why we're doing this podcast. It's two different sides of the coin. It's you know talking about dating, talking about marriage, talking about our perceptions of both those life, things and everything in, general, in between. Our work. We don't need to say where we work, but we yeah. can give the you know the ins and outs of what it's like and especially oh, yeah. now with because obviously Laura was furloughed as well weren't you I haven't been fur- yeah. there we are again different ends of the spectrum oh, my I God. wasn't furloughed you're furloughed we're like yeah. completely oh, opposite God, ashes we, it's like yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like we're like living this, in like one universes. but like we're like that completely like if anyone looked at us as two entities in every way they no. would say that on paper but we, we are. not be we just tight right now we are but we're just yeah it's interesting though it's and I think it's important especially at this time in our lives because you're at this point where 
you know what you want. Yeah. Give it to me. And you want it right now. <laughs> and you're content. <laughs> and I'd say I'm kind of at this point where, yeah, but I'm like, you know, oh. I'm ready for the baby phase ashes. And, and that was a massive. Um, really? That was a lockdown revelation. Yeah, because I've never been, you know, obviously, I've, you know, I love kids and babies, but I've never been overly, I don't think maternal is the right word, because I do think I'm a maternal mm. person, but I've never been massively broody. Um, and I think even if you'd asked me a year ago, I probably would have said, yeah, maybe 32, 33. Yeah, I remember you saying that last one. year. I'm not really too bothered. bothered. Yeah. yeah, no. And then I just think, what lockdown did for me was it just gave me a real sense of what truly matters to me. And oh. I can't wait to just build my little team ashes. The... I'm ready. I need some teammates. It's going to be the best looking teammates Rob and Toby ever. are not enough. Don't. On... Do you know what? An absolute disclaimer here. I don't agree. But like my friends always say that to me. And I'm like, don't because my <laughs> no, kid's going to be ugly. Kid is ugly. You won't think they're ugly. <laughs> I will, Ashes. I don't believe that the parents of ugly babies... No, honestly, they don't. No, Ashes, I will know. Because trust me, look, and it's interesting because Rob was quite a a good-looking child. Like, you know, cute baby, good-looking young boy, you know, just all round, just fairly (laughs) good-looking. I literally came out looking like a cabbage. It's very stressful. But yeah, and obviously since my niece yeah, had a baby wow. and I've become a great There's not auntie, many great aunties out there. Which is a little bit terrifying. No, I never knew my great No, aunt. not ones that are 30 either. I think that a lot of what we're talking about is relatable. And I think sometimes you just want to hear two normal people talking about yeah. two normal life exper- experiences. And, you know, you know, this yeah. isn't a celebrity interviewing podcast. Literally, it's literally nor- well, too weird, normal. Weird normal. Well, well okay yeah we're not normal Joes but it's just two Mm -hmm. regular 30 year old girls yeah and we're just we're just doing life I think yeah we we? just have a weekly if people start listening to us they might think you know think that we're they're friends (laughs) do you know what I mean yeah that's the thing and people might listen to us and think yeah I'd love to go for a coffee with Loz and Ash please do yeah. And do you know what? Socially distanced, of course. Come for a coffee with us. Socially distanced. No more than no more than. Why four. not? We're, we're open Enough. to new experiences. <laughs> no, yeah, true rule of six. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, Ashes, little segment. So, I thought that each week, in the name of positivity, we could draft off a little list of three things that we are grateful for this week and it could be anything ashes so you know it could be a good fanny wax you had it could be (laughs) your poor tinder dates but you know it could be anything so do you want to kick off with three things that you're grateful grateful for this week no they could be anything yeah okay they can literally be anything. I'm Just grateful think of anything for anything that you're grateful for. My Yankee candle lavender candle. Oh, I put it on at, um, in my room and it just instantly makes me calm. So this has really helped me. I also feel thankful for the Pratt subscription. <laughs> Unlimited coffee. I signed up to that. That was a win this week. And oh, I feel I love thankful. I, this is going to sound mushy, but... I feel thankful for you, Laws, and us doing this podcast because this has made me really happy this week. 
Oh, Ashes. Oh, do you know what? I'm so glad because I think that our podcast and actually doing it was born out of, you know, a fraught few conversations that we had yeah. during a, you know, also, a time of like great change. Not anyone you. could just come on and do a podcast like this. Like, it's not like me and you were like, oh, hey, I'm Ash. Oh, hey, I'm lost. Let's do a podcast. Like, it's just what we are. And we both just yeah gel. Like, anyway, Lars, what are your three <laughs> things you're grateful for? This week, three things I'm grateful for. Okay, first one Ooh, is definitely yeah. my HelloFresh subscription because I've had some really yummy meals this week. Um, I've been doing it for like about 23 weeks now. Um, so, yeah, I'm grateful for that because obviously, mm. as you know, I've been working till 10 p.m. on many nights this week. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing, what am I grateful for? I'm definitely grateful for the team at work that I've been working with That's and you have saved my little behind on a couple of occasions because I've been in some situations that have been a bit out of my comfort zone and I've had a lot of support so I'm very grateful for that and yeah Ashes, I have to say I think <laughs> it would be rude and and untrue Aww. if I didn't say that I was grateful for you this week because I'm not gonna lie about three hours ago, I was crying into my nice. mushroom pasanda because <laughs> it was really good um, because I'd had a little bit of a traumatic end of the day at work. And, you know, I really do think that it's something special when you have a friend mm. where it doesn't matter how rubbish you felt that day they just instantly bring you back to a hundred and it's been many times that I've been in that situation especially whilst I was on furlough there's been a few times when we've like had but... zooms and things and oh, I felt you. so much better oh, so yeah I'm grateful for you too Ash <laughs> oh, so I love cute. you too oh we're so cute how do we finish our podcast thank so... you all thank you to all our Just as a as an ending, every week we're going to be talking about pretty much every yeah. topic under the sun that affects a 30-something. And I think that out of all the decades, it's such a pivotal one. I think 30, moving through your 30s, is everyone says it's the best decade of your life. We're all in these crazy different phases and doing different things. And also just trying to establish ourselves as real adults because I think in your 20s you're just <laughs> bobbing along the singing a song at the bottom oh. <laughs> I just got on no no <laughs> have you not seen bed knobs and broomsticks bobbing along singing a song at oh, the bottom of yes. the beautiful briny shimmy and shiny oh. beautiful briny <laughs> no, I've never seen sea <laughs> Yeah, anything and everything. Ashes, do do a little outro. Slon Gafol. Cyrus Garcia. Goodbye. What? Slon. <laughs> no. Do you know what a slong no. is? No. <laughs> you don't know what a slong is? Oh my God, Ashes, that's almost as bad as the time you went round the office party with a bucket <laughs> shouting, five pound for a nothing. I didn't know what that was. 10 pounds for a notching. <laughs> and I have, 
love this video where she's doing this and then she goes up to the camera and goes, that's a noshing. All these slang words. What's a schlong then? Oh my God. Hey, 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 before you tell me, you totally schling schlong. What the hell is a schlong? What is a schlong? I still do. Oh my god! I can't believe that you don't know what it is. <laughs> no. I called you that in the knowledge that I thought you, you were just know like, what oh, a schlong was. Schlong. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that a poop? What do you think? A <laughs> what do you think a schlong is? Is it like a no. noshing? <laughs> is it I a mean, willy? I guess you could say it's related to a noshing. <laughs> it is so actually. It's another word for me. willy. It's a schlong. A I think it's actually. Yeah, schling schlong. Because your real name, think about your real name. Lava Pops. Here's me not take, knowing anything. That was a cute little nickname. Diddle, 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 diddle. Irish quote of the week. Schlongafol, which means goodbye.